Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. There he is. He's back. He weathered the storm. I'm still here. Yeah. And today it is episode 23 of Transformers whoa, whoa, Armada. Whoa, whoa. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down, Paul. Like the dear listeners went through a whole thing where you weren't here. How are, are you're safe and you're sound and yeah. you have power and food and your fridge is okay and all that good stuff? Yep. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's just fine. There's a few a lot of trees down in uh, where I'm at in Nova Scotia. But yeah, we got fucking clobbered, man. That hurricane was not fucking around. But uh, I did way way better than um, mainland Nova Scotia. Did a lot better than Cape Breton. Cape Breton and Prince Edward Island got fucking flattened. And yeah, there's so much work to be done. Yeah, I think there's. I heard there's like four or five hundred. Of Canadian military in the province now. Yep. And the premiers asked for another thousand. So, so there you go, dear listener. Paul is safe and sound. Uh, we talked before this episode started recording. His family safe and sound. My family safe and sound. All is good. Um, don't forget that you still can donate to the Red Cross uh, Hurricane Fiona appeal. Yep. Redcross.ca. And until October 25th, all donations are matched by the Canadian government. Uh, and anyway, that's that said. Uh, the, this episode was written by Akira Okea, and the last time on Transformers Armada, the Decepticons Minicon secretly wanted to join the Autobots, and Optimus insisted he knew the entire time. <laughs> and in this episode, it's a voiceover, but it's not rad. No, but it's a full moon, because it always is, but it's <laughs> sideways. He's outside on the moon, and he's recording his captain's log, I guess, for the day. He's like, Astro date this, and this is Agent 012357-whatever, and he's just... It's sideways. Like, what was the point of all the code shit if you're just going to tell them your name? Yeah, he basically says, you know what? The Autobots have the upper hand, and they've got all the uh, toys, and Megatron's a dope commercial break. Yeah, but he says the Autobots have the Star Saber and the Astro Blaster, whatever that is. Isn't that Red Alert? But Megatron... Oh, maybe... Possibly, yeah, but... uh, But Megatron still has the Star Saber. Like, that's... Anyway, we get our opening... And when we come back, Megatron, Demolisher, and Cyclonus beam back to the Decepticon ship, and I guess Sideways called them back because his leg is all messed up, like right at the the joint where it connects to his body. There's all these wires hanging out. Yeah, Megatron isn't impressed. I, I didn't. I don't know what was going on for the beginning of this, but Cyclonus is really tired and literally just passes out. <laughs> and then Starscream comes in and goes, "Oh, this fucking sucks." Yep. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. He warps in and goes, "I you <laughs> well, because he hears Megatron say, oh, I can't believe this shit. I got morons working here. And old boss mine used to say that all the time. And Starscream's like, well, comments like that aren't helping morale. And Megatron takes him into the office. Yeah, this was... Uh, okay, I know that we've established Megatron is not a good leader in this series. And he's laying blame on everybody else. But this got weird because he takes, like you said, Starscream in another room. Locks out Demolisher at Sideways. And then starts ripping into Starscream. And Starscream just takes it. Well, yeah, he doesn't even fight back. I don't know if it's at, at this part of it, because I think at one point Megatron's even like, you you, you aren't even fighting back. Like, you're yeah. a disgrace to the name Decepticon. Like, what is wrong with you? But outside, uh, Sideways is really critical of Megatron's failings. He's trying to put, uh, I guess, lay seeds in Demolisher's brain. But Demolisher tries to get in the door, and inside, yeah, Starscream is just yeah. a sniveling wimp, and before Megatron can kill him, the door bursts open, and Demolisher's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> I have a temp. Wait, 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 stop the execution! 
execution. Megatron says, what is it this time? Remember that guy? <laughs> uh, um, what was the name of that show? Oh, you can't, you can't do that, do that television. television yet. That was a show that you literally cannot do today. I, oh, no. God, I th- it was at some point during during the pandemic, during lockdown, Paul, and a YouTube spiral got me watching old episodes you can't do that in television and i was watching it thinking you could not do this on television today no you literally could not do it on television <laughs> anyway megatron walks off and demolisher this was weird he's like hey starscream are you okay and starscream goes get away from me and walks off yep he's got business to take care of and they get outside and starscream transforms and flies off <laughs> he says i have business to take care of i have to do this on my own he flies off and then what happens is he just basically goes out into the middle of nowhere and says oh i'll shoot you Megatron <laughs> like that's his business is just to basically cry pretty much but uh, then sideways gets out the biggest pot and the biggest spoon he could find and just starts stirring and oh this outfit was never a team in the first place and why are you still loyal to an idiot like Megatron he asks Demolisher yeah so he he follows Starscream um, there's a bit where Demolisher still sees Cyclonus asleep blah, 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 keeping establishing that gag and then sideways after after Starscream has his little oh, I hate you Megatron moment, Sideways shows up and he's like, he's like, hey, uh, I hate Megatron too. <laughs> yeah. He just starts laying it on thick with Starscream about how Megatron's gone off the deep end and Starscream agrees. There was a weird thing here. I don't know if you caught this. It sounded like Sideways said both of like his and Starscream's line because I had to write it down. Sideways says, there's someone more capable to lead the Decepticons to victory. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. I think you do. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you know who, too. He said Starscream's <laughs> line in there. But yeah, Sideways thinks the Decepticons need a new leader and tells Starscream, Megatron's afraid of you, man. And then he leaves him to think about that because now it's time to get Megatron involved in this. Yeah, so so I know I said, I think it was in Vow, I said, oh, obviously Sideways is going to turn to the Autobots. I don't think he will now. He's he's playing 4D chess here oh, on yeah. some level. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Sideways gets to Megatron and he asks him, why did you only humiliate Starscream when you could have really made an example of him by killing him? And Megatron's like, yeah, I could have. I'm not scared of him, though, so he can come at me anytime he wants. Yeah, and then we have a cut to Starscream where he basically mopes to Demolisher of like, it's been a 10 million year war. What's even the, like, is there even a point to this? I don't know if there's a point, but I'm a soldier. Demolisher, you're a soldier. And this is just establishing that at this point, Starscream has decided I'm going to follow orders, commercial break. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, Megatron's out on the moon somewhere with the Star Saber, and he's asleep. Yeah. Uh, oh, meanwhile, why? Demolisher and Starscream are walking somewhere, doing like the walk and talk thing they always did on Star Trek. And Demolisher thinks Megatron crossed a line when he beat the daylights out of Starscream, and Starscream's like, look, man, I'm not going to fight him. I know what you're trying to do. No, yeah, I'm not going after him. They're really hammering in that and uh, heavy. But then Sideways shows up and says, oh, hey, Starscream, Megatron said you have to go uh, uh, watch the warp gate so the minicons don't escape. And <laughs> Starscream is irate at that news. Well, yeah, I guess this, like, that's a job that is so beneath him. Like, that's like an entry-level thing. And he's like, I'll tell you what, that's I'm going to do. That's a thing. I'm going to go destroy the fucking warp gate. That's what I'm going to do. He gets the sword <laughs> out and starts going, but Demolisher stops him. Yeah, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. When he stops him, uh, Starscream's like, fine, I'll go kill Megatron. So he heads off. There's a weird bit where he goes to the throne room and 
this just all felt odd where Sideways was like, oh, if you want to beat him, you're going to have to go outside if you think you're good enough. And it's like, dude, you're you're supposed to be making him think that you're on his side. Yeah. Whatever. He gets outside and Starscream and Megatron square off and Starscream gets his ass kicked pretty quick. And then Cyclonus and Demolisher, they come flying in and Cyclonus, it, it's it reminded me of like a swoop and snarl in War of the Dinobots, yeah. the way they come flying <laughs> yeah. in because he's, where he's carrying them. And uh, Cyclonus is like, oh shit, they started already. <laughs> he just drops Demolisher. <laughs> sure so you transform and land to get a good seat. <laughs> yeah, we, we missed uh, saying, there's a bit earlier where Demolisher wakes up Cyclonus and he's like, hey, uh, Starscream and Megatron are going to fight and Cyclonus is suddenly awake and he's like, get out of my way, I want to see this and he just <laughs> yes, runs off. Because Demolisher <laughs> wants to t- use uh, get Cyclonus to help him stop this, but Cyclonus just wants to see He's like, oh, that's going to be a good fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Megatron beats Starscream down and then he's like grabbing him by the throat. There's a really great shot where he's holding his like they're face yeah. to face he's holding them really close but he's I, I didn't really get it but it sounded like Megatron was basically saying hey I'm gonna kill you if you don't fight back well yeah it's like you're not taking this battle seriously don't you realize what's at stake if you win you get the Star Saber you get command of the Decepticons right like fight like you mean it oh there was also this weird thing when he they were face to face is this weird bit where the shot flipped yes I saw it that it did a horizontal flip and then went right back and I don't know why Suddenly he's holding him with that. the that's other bad. hand. Yeah. yeah, that's bad filmmaking. Anyway, Starscream, that lights a fire under his ass. He starts landing blows, knocks Megatron down a bit. And this is when everybody, including Sideways, realizes Megatron's not going for the Star Saber. Well, yeah, because there was a comment earlier, uh, we forgot to mention, where uh, Sideways is buttering him up. Like, nobody, because you have the Star Saber, no one would ever challenge you. And Megatron's like, I don't need the Star Saber to beat anybody, man. I, th- th- that thing does not define me, right? So uh, he's deliberately not using Using it just to set an example. Exactly. Uh, and then the battle turns again. He takes the upper hand. Because, of course, he's Megatron. He's going to kick the shit out of Starscream. But he does kick the shit out of him. Knocks him down to the ground. Picks up the Star Saber and, like, you know, puts it to his throat. Yep. And Starscream has line like, all right, you win, Megatron. Just, you know, get it over with. Yeah. And Megatron's like, you're still, you're going to give up while you're still alive? Like, Come on. Yeah, there's a lot of um, I'm such an alpha talk from Megatron. And then, like we've seen many times in this uh, series, he says, I'll kill you another day and walks away. A lot of uh, scavengers done that a lot, eh? Yeah. But um, and then there's this, okay, there's a, a voiceover from Sideswipe saying, aha, Megatron, you think you won, but you exposed your weakness. And then we just cut to a battle on Earth. Mm-hmm. We're having a good old fight with Optimus and Blur, and Sideways tells us in a voiceover that even though his plan failed, dare I say it went sideways, huh? oh, all right, it, it did seem to light a fire under the Decepticons' asses, and now they're actually fighting as a team. Yay! Sideways thinks Megatron's recent failures as Decepticon leader are going to hand the war to the Autobots, and Megatron has got to go. But by the end of this one, even he realizes that all the Decepticons needed was a bit of morale to get them working as a team. Having just Starscream kill Megatron isn't going to help with that. If anything, it'll lead to another schism. Get all the Decepticons on board, not just Starscream. Team building exercise. It's Megatron, sure, but four against one is pretty damn good odds, especially when two of them can fly. And if they pull it off, they'll realize how well they work as a team. Better yet, give the Autobots a call and set up a good old ambush. It's an Optimus voiced by Gary Chalk. He'll give anybody a chance. Then tell Megatron there's a Minicon. No, wait. Three Minicons. And they form the 
Astro Smash Booby Knocker. Yeah, that's it. And getting it by himself will sure show everyone how tough he is. And then have the Autobots lying in wait late with their minicons and have them take Megatron down as soon as he teleports. Here we are at the end of another episode of To Fin Piss. This episode was Rebellion. Paul, what did you think of Rebellion? I really like this one. Like, I'd say like 8 out of 10. Like, really? Uh, well... I bet the Japanese version of this episode, like if you spoke Japanese, like it'd be friggin' awesome. Because like a lot of these episodes, it feels like things were deliberately changed or lost in translation. But yeah, I bet the way they originally intended this, it would have been friggin' awesome. Yeah. Do you remember, Paul, back in the day, mid to late 90s, uh, my parents had a pool table down in the basement. We would play pool. And there was a thing you would do every once in a while. If you would take a shot, balls go flying everywhere, but nothing went into any of the pockets, you would say, did you see that? A lot of things just happened there. (laughs) And this episode felt like that. that. A lot of things moved around. A lot of things happened. (laughs) But at the end, we're kind of... We ended the episode in the exact same spot we started it. There were some cool moments. Pretty much, yeah. Like, the status quo was preserved. Nothing... Has changed. Yeah, but so, you know, I, that's not any growth. So that's boring. <laughs> there were some cool moments. There were some good fights. The Starscream uh, Megatron fight was had some really fun moments. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know if I could give this episode an eight. There's one thing I know you liked about it. No kids. No, no kids, kids in the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, it was about halfway through when we're still on the moon. I was like, wait, this is a Decepticon episode, isn't it? I like a Decepticon episode. Um, also, I'm not sure how killing Starscream or almost killing Starscream builds morale, but I guess it did. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. But, well, even that very last shot of Starscream where he s- runs at Blur with with the war cry swinging the sword and then it goes to black. That was a fucking awesome shot. It was. It was. OK, so this is obviously a very short episode because not a lot, despite a lot of things happening happening not a lot happened so <laughs> to to fill time paul to make sure our dear listeners get a the right amount of content um i have um shamelessly stolen a game from another podcast oh uh, there's a great podcast called canadianity <clears throat> hello dear listener editing john here the podcast in question is actually called taggart and torrens which is hosted by jeremy taggart who is the drummer ah, for, for our lady peace yeah Great Canadian alternative band from the 90s. Um, and uh, Jonathan Torrens, who anybody that watches Trailer Park Boys would know him as J-Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does a whole lot. He was on anyway. a show called Street Sense in uh, in the early 90s, I think, too. Late 80s, early 90s. He was also on Mr. D. He, he's on a lot of Canadian television. But they have a game called On the Darts. We're gonna we're gonna name somebody and figure out if they're if they smoke, <laughs> what they, how they smoke. So it's it is a very simple game. There are no winners or losers, but I'm gonna start this off. Yeah. Paul will start big, and this is all Transformers Armada. Uh, Transformers we're dealing with here. Optimus Prime is he on the darts? Uh, no, no, I I can't picture Optimus smoking. No, I don't think he does. I don't think he has ever smoked, and I think he's probably a little preachy about not smoking. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I could see that. Megatron, is he on the darts? Um, I want to say yeah. Yeah. He'd be one of these thinks it's cool kind of thing. You know what? He smokes Slims. <laughs> like Virginia or, Slims. Or like the, the 110s, like the really long ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He smokes real long cigarettes. Um, okay, how, how about Hotshot? Back to an Autobot. Is Hotshot on the darts? He would re- remember that cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue thing? 
He reminds me of what Michelangelo was like in that. Like he'd be, he would be just. I can't believe he would smoke. That's 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 so uncool, kind of thing. Yeah, Hotshot is the guy in the after school special. That yeah, like you said, can't believe I can't believe he smoked. Uh, okay, well then let's go back to Decepticon Starscream. Does does despite his smoker voice, does he uh, is he on the darts? Absolutely. He he's a chain smoker for sure. Oh just where yeah. He's, He's stressed all the time. And, oh, Megatron! I can't do the fucking yeah. voice. But. but you know what? I think he smokes like lights or extra lights. <laughs> like he smokes a lot, but he's not a serious smoker. Uh, okay, uh, stick with the Decepticons here. How about, oh, Demolisher. Uh, an Demolisher? Idiot. Demolisher on the darts? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think he would be. I kind of picture him on the same level as Hotshot of just like, why would you do such a thing? Don't you know those are bad for your health? That's a good Demolisher. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's do one more. Oh, Red Alert. Is Red Alert on the darts? Uh, yes. Yes. I, I could definitely see Red... But uh, not like a chain smoker. He'd be like the kind of guy where he's working on something. Like, he, he'd be the kind of guy that would like have his glasses up on top of his head, or he'd be looking over them, working on something like sharpening a knife or something with the cigarette going in his mouth, not even looking at it. Yeah, yeah, I could see you know that. What I, mean? I could also <laughs> see him being the guy... I used to work with a guy like that. Yeah, I could see him being the guy who, like... He gives himself, I have the one cigarette a day. I'm allowed to have one a day. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know what? Oh, okay, just the opposite of Red Alert. Here, let's do one more. Smoke screen. I was about to say, you know what smoke screen would be? The old man smoker. Yeah. <laughs> like, where it just sits in the corner of his mouth. He can talk. He can yell anything. Doesn't ever touch the thing. It never falls out. He's got a hat on that never blows off, <laughs> no matter how fucking windy it is. And and he rolls his own cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, there you go. That was our game of On the Darts. Um, yeah, what a fun game. We probably won't play another game next episode because it probably won't be such a short episode, but the next episode will be Chase. If you want to chase us across social media, you can chase find us on Twitter. Me, I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to uh, Our Lady Peace with, and uh, to all your friends, so everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transform it. See you later. <laughs> Ready? Ready? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop the execution. What is it this time? Well, you wouldn't shoot a poor little orphan, would you? Of course I would not shoot a poor little orphan. Hey, amigos! No! <laughs> I have a big heart. Guess what, then? What? I am an orphan. <laughs> I know that. We know that, eh, amigos? Sure we know that. Well, so does that mean you're not going to shoot me? Oh, come on. You've got a heart. You remember. Holy, <laughs> holy. You are not a poor little orphan. When your parents died, they left you lots of money. Oh, really? You are a very rich little orphan. <laughs> Ready? Ready? <laughs>